All right. Well, welcome to this episode of Athletic Training Chat. It has been a while um, that is on us, but we are doing this episode to basically kind of backfill in kind of why that has been the case uh, with a lot of things going on, not only with the ongoing pandemic and all the changes for everybody there, um, but also three of the hosts have transition through a couple different things over the past oh six months and beyond that we'll have some other exciting news that we'll just hold off until we get through all that so really what we want to do is just kind of touch base with everybody here kind of give you an update on where we're at and we actually promise you that the week following this there will be another episode and then some to come after that as well so we're doing we're doing okay there so First, I think let's turn it up. This was Austin's idea, so we're going to turn it over to Austin, who has had quite the ride over the last year um, in terms of everything, but just kind of fill us in on what you were doing, how it right. was, and what you're doing now. Right. So, yeah, I've made kind of a big change, both location and setting. So prior to my new job, I was a college athletic trainer. I was working division one baseball and uh, that was my first year as a certified athletic trainer. I was really fortunate to, uh, we had a really good first year for me. Um, actually we won the division one national championship. So, uh, it was, it was a long year and as I'm sure all athletic trainers in the quote traditional setting will know it was, uh, there was a lot to it, especially with the added COVID layer, but uh, I'd say it was probably as good of a first year as any on the team aspect of things. But yeah, I, ac- I actually recently transitioned to a new job, a little bit closer to home, um, up in the Midwest. Uh, it's a little bit more to my liking. It's a little too warm for me once you uh, hit Tennessee, but so yeah, actually back in Wisconsin, back actually in a private setting at the moment. So I'm working as both an athletic trainer and a strength and conditioning coach. So a little bit of both of my favorite worlds at this point. If you're just listening to this and not actually watching it on YouTube, Austin has a humble brag national championship flag right behind him. So um, if you are watching that, that's something to catch, but, um, Austin just wanted to ask you a little bit, uh, cause I know you and I obviously stayed in touch to some degree kind of during your time, um, with what you were doing and maybe just some of the things you found out or, you know, about yourself or even like the setting, um, over the course of your time down there and then kind of transitioning to, a, I guess, an emerging slash non-traditional type setting, uh, that you're doing now. Right. So actually, so yeah, so off the bat coming out of school, college, the traditional setting was kind of what I was interested in. And baseball is a sport that I had the most interest in. I'd done a couple clinical rotations through baseball. So that was definitely my wheelhouse. And, um, my last year was right at, in grad school, my last rotation was actually right at the start of COVID when everything shut down. So that was actually cut pretty short. But I actually got another opportunity through that to go to Mississippi State and be one of the two athletic trainers for baseball there, which is something that 
I guess it's becoming a little more common as I went through the season, especially within schools and bigger conferences, but in most um, schools for baseball, they only have a single athletic trainer, which yeah, I was fortunate to work with another one, another AT who's been there for over 10 years. So as a first year adjustment period, I was in pretty good hands and it was definitely someone who helped me out my first year navigating um, kind of the ins and out, especially with being thrown into the fire a little bit. Like I said, COVID kind of challenged all of us. And as that part, we were uh, trying, trying to do an additional job there, which made me grow up and kind of learn how to do all those traditional AT things, running your athletic training center, pre-practice, doing all these treatments, trying to multitask four or five different athletes all at once. So, I mean, it, it was stressful, but um, it kind of showed me that, kind of prepared me how to do that. And I think even not being in that setting, that ability to work under pressure and kind of multitask is something that is extremely valuable for me to take away, even right now in my position where it's a different type of stress, but it can still has a lot of carryover. So I, I think that was one of the biggest benefits and especially coming from an experienced athletic trainer. One of the things that I like to do, and I'm sure Joel can attest to it is I kind of pick and take little things from everyone. So Joel was actually my preceptor in grad school. And I knew him a little for a little while before then. So I've taken things from him. I've taken things from my previous baseball preceptors not from my first boss. Um, it was a really good learning experience. And even though I'm not in that setting anymore, still has a lot of things to carry over for me. And like I said, I transitioned to a new position that's actually in a private performance facility in Wisconsin. So about half of my time, I am a strength and conditioning coach where I work with groups, teams, but from athletes to the general population and as a strength coach. But then I also do some athletic training stuff when it comes to, we do treatments, we do assessments, we do all these things and work with physical therapists that can, if we have clients who have dysfunctions or if we have clients who are seeking extra stuff outside physical therapy. So it's really fun because it kind of bridges the gap between kind of that sports medicine, sport performing slash general fitness world, which is something that I'm enjoying so far right now. So just trying to take it all in at this point. It's still, still, big, still learning a little bit as I've only been at that job for about two months, but so far so good. It's, it's different. And I'm using my athletic training skills in a different way, but it's still a, uh, still a valuable experience for me, I think. Sounds good. And then we got Greg, who you two just figured out is literally up the road from you, it sounds like, at least from the text messages, which I know wasn't planned, um, but just happens to work out. But um, Greg, if you want to fill us in on your summer and then what you're currently doing, and again, if you're just listening not watching Greg's apparel pretty much hints at what he was doing 
this summer, but uh, I'll turn it over to you. Uh, yeah, so um, graduated in May uh, from lacrosse, where I was um, spending some time with Joel at Mayo Clinic and uh, at the university there. Um, but yeah, July rolled around and I got an opportunity to, to go to Denver, um, worked with the Broncos for a little under two months. Uh, it was fantastic experience. I mean, uh, I know I've heard a lot of things about the NFL summer internships um, and kind of about the work that is done there by the interns. Um, but I can definitely say that it was a, a lot of learning and hands-on experience uh, in the actual training room out on the field. Um, so I got a lot of, you know, just really good um, experience, a lot of good insight. All their staff is, you know, basically the some of the best athletic trainers that I've ever been around. Um, they were great mentors. Everything they do is just extremely efficient. Um, I mean, they're, they're putting in during training camp, um, you know, us as interns were putting in 80, 90 hours and they would beat us there and then you know, stay later than, than we would. So, um, it just kind of gave me a newfound respect to that level of athletic training. Uh, and just that, that whole population group, I mean, the athletes were phenomenal, uh, obviously with, you know, physical talent, but they were probably the nicest, nicest group or nicest team that I've been around. Um, uh, very respectful. Uh, it was just really eye opening all around. I mean, um, I, I knew it'd be a great experience, but every, every piece of it was, um, kind of everything and more for me. So uh, it was, it was very inspiring to be around that and get the opportunity to work with some of those guys. So, um, I guess, you know, my, my kind of end goal career aspirations are somewhere up, you know, in or near that level. And I think that it was just a great way to kind of get my foot in the door and really realize what, you know, the day to day is all about as, you know, a member of that sports medicine team. So, uh, I was there for, you know, a little under two months, like I was saying, and then, jumped right into the, the job scene. Uh, so I am currently in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, I actually got a really lucky, I, I got lucky finding the job, but I have, um, you know, 0.5 FTE roughly at a clinic, which uh, that just hasn't started yet for me. Uh, a lot of moving pieces with the company that I'm with, um, but eventually I'll have about 0.5 uh, in the clinic, just, um, you know, ortho and sports med. And then the other 0.5, I primarily spend um, at one of the, it's actually one of the largest high schools in the state. Um, so there is a full-time athletic trainer there. And then I come in for kind of that 0.5 and just help out in the training room, help out when we're kind of double booked for home things, um, you know, just there to, to kind of support and then take some of the events that I obviously want to cover as well. Um, so that's been really uh, an easy transition from, you know, being young into my career, just having, you know, a full-time person there to, you know, bounce ideas off of or, you know, ask questions or just kind of, you know, it's nice to kind of just cover time for each other, obviously, um, especially with the end of fall season here. It's been very busy. So uh, it's just been nice, you know, getting a few hours off here and there from kind of covering for each other. So uh, that's been really enjoyable. And then I, I kind of mentioned that my clinic time hasn't started. So uh, recently I've been doing a lot of um, the Milwaukee public school system. They um, don't necessarily have the funding for athletic trainers at those public schools. So our company 
um, does a really good job of just getting around and covering events at the at the stadium. So um, that's definitely one of the more rewarding, you know, settings and and things that I've been a part of is um, being able to help out with some of the the public school events. Um, and I, I hope to kind of help out even as the clinic aspects, you know, starts rolling a little bit more, um, just to be able to, to kind of be around that population group. Um, you know, they, they really appreciate kind of the smallest things, which, um, you know, just shows how much they really do need an athletic trainer at some of those schools, but, you know, handing a kid a bag of ice and they're thanking you, you know, four or five times their coach comes over, talks to you for two minutes about it. And it's just, you know, it seems like even if you do kind of the bare minimum, they, they really, really appreciate it. And um, so that's been just a really nice piece to find uh, this early in my career is just kind of feeling appreciated like that. Uh, and not that I don't feel that, you know, at the high school uh, that I'm at either, but, you know, it's, it's just been nice to um, travel as much as I have around the city and still, you know, feel uh, as useful and as helpful as I have just about everywhere. That's awesome. Um, random question about your time in Denver. Is Dr. Mike Leahy still worth working with the Broncos? Uh, yes, he is. So um, I guess did for those that don't know. That stuff? Yeah, so um, I did learn a decent amount. Uh, he kind of handles a lot of it just on his own. Um, but, yeah, Dr. Mike Leahy actually created or started ART, um, still flies around doing, um, obviously, his, his certification courses and whatnot. Uh, very busy guy, but yeah, probably one of the most knowledgeable guys I've spent time around. I mean, he is so intricate in his functional anatomy that it's it's hard to wrap your head around. Uh, I mean, um, you know, obviously I, I'm newer to the profession, but, you know, I've always been very intrigued myself by, you know, a lot of those intricate details and, you know, a lot of the smaller ligaments um, and he'll just he assesses somebody and he'll tell you what he's working on. And it's like, man, I haven't heard of that ligament or I haven't heard of that, you know, really being an issue for people, but he really, um, really digs down to kind of that 1% of functional anatomy and is able to have great results. And that's why he's kind of built the, the empire that he has, but yeah, it's nice that he is, uh, he's on staff with the Broncos. So um, really any ART, they just kind of get to free up their hands for, you know, 20, 30 minutes and, have Dr. Leahy, you know, take over. So that was a, a great thing to be a part of. I remember uh, going to a course and then I knew the uh, chiropractor that works with the chiefs that I worked with when I was at Kansas was talking about how he has um, basically like MRI fingers. Like the guy just can palpate and find things that most people just can't. It's just uncanny to all the things that you just said. He just has this weird ability in a good way to do it. So I was just, I knew he had worked out there. So I was just curious. Um, and then for me, just a kind of brief wrap up, because Greg had kind of referenced it. Um, I recently may, or not recently, I guess it was April. So not super recently, um, end of April made the jump out of the collegiate university setting to a sports medicine clinic, uh, working with our gen med sports med, physicians and also our sports med orthopedic surgeon. Um, it's been a huge change of pace uh, with plenty of pros and obviously a couple cons, but really enjoying it. Uh, kind of a similar thing. You learn a lot. You learn things that you just know you 
but you didn't know you didn't know um, because you never really paid attention to it. So different joints and injection sites and all kinds of different things. And I've now seen more arthritis in six months on that job than I had ever even considered possible just because uh, we do a lot of ultrasound guided injections, which has been really interesting just to learn some of the ultrasound based stuff. So it has been a unique change, but a good one in that regard. And then at the same time, also got myself involved with state um, association leadership as one of the representatives of a region. And that's been interesting. Uh, Wisconsin just made a big move of getting uh, physician signature removed from our protocols. So it opens up athletic trainers to do a lot more on their own without having to have that overseeing physician, uh, which can open up some entrepreneurial things as I'm sure Austin and his boss are exploring, um, which is good. And it's good. It's good for the profession. Just gives a little bit more autonomy uh, with some things. Um, And honestly, for some of the physicians, I got to imagine takes a little bit of a load off their mind uh, when ATs are going out and covering anything and everything. So um, that's been interesting and hoping to continue to get more involved with everything with that um just to try and do it at a different level so yeah any other updates from you two um the only other thing that's new with me is i have a dog now that's that's about it nothing wrong with sharing the dog yeah i'll have to get like a little uh at chat bandana or something to rep out Oh, yeah. She'll wear it. Fair enough. Well, then, kind of, if you've been watching, you've probably seen that there's a fourth person on, if you check this out. But if you're listening, you haven't heard anything. um, as She has been quiet. uh, But we are adding another co-host to the group. um, And we've actually had this conversation quite a while ago, but... It just with all the craziness and the changeover, just haven't been able to get things going. So we wanted to formally introduce Dr. Mercedes Himmons to the team um, and just let her kind of fill in a little bit about herself. Obviously, she, if you've been following the show at all, she has been a guest um, on the podcast and that's how we connected and have kind of stayed in touch ever since and watched her finish up her PhD journey. Uh, to get that doctor. And so, yeah, we're excited um, and looking forward to after everything calms down a little bit for her uh, as it's been kind of crazy. And and she decided to jet set across the uh, world to go on vacation, which looked awesome, but I'll quit (laughs) rambling and just turn it over to you to kind of fill in where you're at, what you're doing um, and just a little bit about yourself for the people. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of the last time I was on. I'm pretty sure I was still in school, but yep, I think so. I finished. Um, I finished unscathed, so I'm still in one piece, and now I'm doctor. But um, nothing's changed. I'm still Mercedes, and I still get weirded out when people call me doctor. Um, I don't think I'll ever get used to it, but whatever. And I am still at Cal U, um, soon to be Penn West University. 
there's an integration going on uh, with three schools on the western side of Pennsylvania and three schools on the eastern side of Pennsylvania. So it'll be very interesting to see how things play out in terms of making sure that each campus retains its identity that it's had thus far. So I guess that's exciting um, in my work world. Um, I'm still with women's basketball and women's soccer, and they're keeping me very busy as usual. Um, that year and a half or eight months or whatever that I had off because of COVID might have set me back a little bit because I feel like I'm running around crazy, but it'll calm down once soccer is over and I can just focus on one sport. But it's the lay of the land. And even though it's crazy, I still enjoy what I do and my patients, my coworkers. So that's fun. And as you said, I have started to make time for myself. So it was very interesting to take a week-long vacation during the middle of the fall. And I feel very fortunate that I was able to go to Cairo, Egypt for basically five days because two days were travel days. Um, We visited a friend that we know that lives there and rode a camel on it was just crazy like a camel ride at sunset next to the pyramids whoa I never would have imagined but it was um a little scary it's not Mm -hmm. like riding a horse and I don't think people would understand until they actually did it and in the sand so it's it's a little nerve-wracking, <laughs> but it was, it was very, I would say it's one of my favorite trips thus far. The pyramids were just amazing, and I can say, like, I've seen the Eiffel Tower. I've seen the Vatican. I've seen the Leaning Tower of Pisa, and none of that compares to the pyramids. They are huge. And you just think like, whoa, humans did this. Because apparently people think aliens did it, but um, (laughs) humans built that. And it was, was, well, climbing through somebody's tunnel to get to their tomb. I wanted to make sure we weren't opening anything to bring back any bad juju. So far, far we're still good. There's a lot lot of movies about that, so I'm glad that you... (laughs) Exactly. I was like, is this safe? Like, can we do this? And it's a real thing. So yes, that was that was like wow to see like the walls, the hieroglyphs are still on the walls, and the colors that they've used are still very well preserved. Nice. And you can see like the wax that they use so that they can keep it preserved, I guess. And I was just like, man, this is almost five thousand years old. Like, wow. So it was very, it was one of my favorite trips because I love all things ancient Egypt. So it was like, yes. So now I'm just thinking where to go next. Um, Probably next summer, but we'll see. Um, Have to survive the school year first. And then that'll be my next thing. But that's really where I am. Just taking everything day by day. And I'm excited to be a part of the host. Staff, crew, 
<laughs> for AT Chat. And I think we'll have a lot of fun. Agreed. And you'll have a short trip in theory next year for a convention. So, right. Uh, it's, you know, in my city, I'm excited. Um, I'll be present and um, I'll tell people where to go for real cheesesteaks, not the tourist cheesesteaks. Just say no. And water ice and pretzels because people don't know the combo. So, you have to have a real water ice with a soft pretzel not like a blendini blended together that people seem to think what I mean. Interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, hoping, I'm hoping to get out there, so it'll be, I'll look forward to that. No problem. Just just stay with me and Sounds I'll good. take you where you need to go. Well, we just wanted to introduce our new host, kind of update everybody we'll get this obviously out as you're listening to it and get rolling with some new episodes um as always if you're listening and you got a story to tell or just a topic you're passionate about let us know um send us a message on any of the social medias um if you happen to know anybody any of the hosts reach out to them we will definitely want to hear your story um and with that before we sign off anything else anybody all good. There's a lot of head shaking going on, so we'll take that as we're good to go. Well, we appreciate everybody still listening. We're looking forward to getting back and getting consistent with everything, and we will talk to everybody soon.